I'd worked at the Y for about 17 years by this point. I was raised at the Y. My parents both worked there when I was little. Uh, there's still a picture of me on the wall as a child at Spring Lessons. And as the communications director, my boss came to me and said, Keely, you've got this new controversial topic coming up, and I need you to draft some talking points for us. But I went home and I read these documents that she handed me to inform this discussion. My heart sank. Because what I realized who was asking me to do was to draft talking points to sell what would become a gender identity-based bathroom and locker room access. Welcome to the Fallish Day. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Remember that the Fallish Day is on Locals.com. So click the link in the description to support our work. And thank you in advance. I uh, And you can also become a member of the Fallish Day. And another way to help us by becoming a member. So join our channel membership on YouTube. And thank you in advance, folks. I do appreciate it. I have with me Kaylee Triller Harms. She is a uh, woman's advocate, a contributor to the Federalist, and co-founder of the Hands Across the Owls Women's Coalition. Um, Kaylee, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, amazing. So can you tell me what is the purpose of the Hands Across the Aisles Women's Coalition? Sure. So we are a bipartisan coalition of women united around the shared goal of stopping all of the gender identity legislation that's being relentlessly peddled uh, against us. And we think that it has unique harms for women. And so we're unit. Yeah, coming together to try to fight that. Amazing. And how long have you guys been around? 2015, 2016 is when we started to organize. And so did you, did it come about as a result of this gender mess? Yeah. So what happened was in 2015, I got fired from my job at the YMCA when I opposed uh, men in the women's locker rooms. And shortly thereafter, I was living in Washington state. Uh, shortly thereafter, the whole state made a law that made all businesses open their locker rooms and bathrooms on the basis of gender identity. So I filed a, a, an initiative to repeal that. And what I figured out pretty quickly is that it didn't matter how uh, legitimate my opposition was. I was continually framed as a right-wing Christian white woman <laughs> bigot. And Ooh. nobody would hear me. I couldn't get any space in the papers. I mean, I remember interviewing with The Guardian, and they put my name next to the words Jim Crow. So you, 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 were, you complained about this guy in the locker room, and no one would listen to you. Yeah, they wanted me to write a policy to our members to say, hey, this is a good new policy we're doing. And I said no, and I got fired. Wow. Um, yeah. So then I was then it changed for the whole state. And, and I was I filed an initiative to try to repeal that law. Um, but nobody was listening again. And I learned about this lesbian woman in Wisconsin who was kind of an LGBT 
NXT legend at the time because she had pushed back and she was a huge activist. But she lost her position as a grand marshal of the Pride Parade uh, because she said no to this whole trans agenda. And I thought, well, you know, I might not agree with her on a lot of things, but it takes a lot of moral courage to stand against your own tribe and say, hey, no, this is a bridge too far. So I reached out to her and we joined forces and that's how our coalition began. Amazing. Um, yeah. And so you walk, you were in the shower, in the, in the women's dressing room and some guy was in there? No, 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 no. Um, I worked for the YMCA. I was the communications director. Oh. And my boss wanted me to write a policy saying we're going to we're going to let this happen. Oh, I see. And I said, no, we're not going to let this happen. Nice. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> right? And we're, at that point, we were still a Christian organization. And um, I, I just couldn't believe it. So yeah. that's kind of, yeah. I got you now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you start work, this, you join forces with this uh, lesbian woman. Um, are, are lesbian women against trans, they're not in, favor, in support of transgender? There are a lot of lesbians who hate this movement. Yes. And why is that? Because they, without the, uh, uh, well, first of all, you can't have sexual orientation and gender identity. They don't go together. (laughs) How can you be a lesbian if a lesbian can be a man? Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? And so a lot of these women were starting to find all their dating apps, like infiltrated by these men in dresses who were demanding dates with them. You know, um, and, and they saw it as the erasure of, you know, protections that women actually need. So Title Nine, you know, things that they fought for. If yeah. you can't define a woman, you can't defend a woman. Um, so a lot of a lot of lesbians were pushing back against this and they were saying, this is not what I am interested in oh, supporting. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you're working with this woman. You are a Christian, right? I'm a Christian. Yeah. And is she a Christian? No. And so no, you guys, I, I told her straight out the shoot. I said, "Listen, I am a Christian. I vote for a lot of things you probably won't agree with, yeah. but I do respect what your stand is. Are you willing to table our differences and come together?" And, and um, we have been. We've. And we've so been you guys are able to work together without any animosity and all that bad feelings and things. That's right. That's yes. pretty cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been friends for a long time now. She sends me cookbooks, and I send her fruitcake at Christmas time. Oh, you so. sent her fruitcake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sent a lesbian a fruitcake. What the? Oh, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. But no. <laughs> she has a good sense of humor. So, She's pretty fierce. Yeah. What happened to the mind of people who think that a man in a dress is a woman and then they're fighting for what happened to the mindset that a man could go into a woman's locker room, or even with, in high schools and places. What kind of mindset is How did the mind click to go that far away? It's, it's well, a reprobate mind. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I, I think there's a lot of it. There's a lot of porn sickness. There's a, a lot of these men in dresses have porn addictions. It's a fetish. Um, oh. And they've learned how to weaponize it and get what they want. And people are afraid to say no because people would rather not be called a bigot. They're so afraid of being called a bigot that they're willing to be absolutely stupid. 
you know, and I think most people don't think that they're actually women, um, these men in dresses. I think most people know that they're not, but they're just afraid to say so. And so they are quiet about it or they're saying yes to it, but they really don't mean it. They really don't mean it. I think the majority of people know. I mean, they're, they're those who are indoctrinated into it. And I don't, Jesus needs to heal them. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know how to get them back other than that. Um, but I think the majority of Americans know deep down that this is this is not reasonable. This and uh, what type of stuff have you had to go things you've had to go through as a result of speaking out about it, standing up about it? A lot. I lost a lot of friends. I have two siblings who I haven't spoken to in five years. Wow. Um, they they hate my position. They think they they just don't understand it. Um I've gotten death threats, rape threats. Um, someone took a, out a voodoo doll against my kids. I've had my internet or my address posted on the internet with people uh, inviting people to attack me. Um, it, it has not been easy. I've been misjudged at every turn. I mean, I, you, you know how that works. People, people call you things that you're not. Yeah. Um, yep. But what's the alternative? Just roll over and die. And I mean, I've been watching all the things that I fought for. I got my college education, for instance, because I had a basketball scholarship. Well, now I'm watching these basketball scholarships go to men, Yeah. Um, things like that. And, and I, I don't want that for my daughter. So I think it's my job to say no. <laughs> Are you married? I am. And how does your husband feel about you putting your life out there like that? Why, why is he allowing that to happen? Uh, he's proud of me. He knows that God equipped me for it. I was not married when this started happening. I was a single mom. Um, but God has used me. He knows that, um, that I'm doing what I'm called to do. Now, my husband also, he's a big man. He's got three black belts in martial arts and he goes with me everywhere. You know, so he's on guard in case, but he knows that I have a voice and something to say that needs to be heard. And and he wouldn't stop me from doing that. And so, um, uh, you, you you say that you met him, you got married after you started to work, so he knew right. all about it. Yes. If he tell you to stop doing it or has said, I won't do it unless, I won't marry you unless you stop doing it, would you have turned away from this work? That's a really good question. I don't think I would have married somebody who would have made such a demand because I know that what I'm doing is led by God. I know that God made me to do this work. And I would want to marry somebody who's also being led by the Holy Spirit, who, who makes room for the things that I'm called to do um, so, and doesn't stand in the way. So if he said, you know what, honey, this is too risky, it's too dangerous, because human beings are evil now, and they will hurt you. Uh, oh, sure. and he said to you, you know what, I want you to stop. I don't want you to get hurt. I want you to stop. Would you obey him and stop? It depends on what he, it, I'd have to pray about it. I, I don't, I don't think he would do that. I mean, so if, if he, I trust my husband so much that if he did put his foot down, it would have to be something absolutely insane. Well, your life like is on the threat. Your life <laughs> you know? is on the line and he see that now. And you're like, yeah. you know what? At first I didn't have an issue with it. I understood it. But it's too dangerous, and you need to quit it. I don't want you to do it anymore. Would you obey him? I don't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like I'm what a word? More 
just than you are. Um, <laughs> you know, I would trust him because he wouldn't like it, it's. He wouldn't ask me to do that unless it were absolutely essential. Yeah, so, but it yeah, is maybe get- I would. I would. I would make sure we were in alignment. But again, he wouldn't ask me to do that. He knows better. I have been in some very dangerous situations. I have been in situations where the police said it's not safe to go outside right now. Um, but I'm okay doing that because I know that I have a unique perspective that needs to be shared. Um, you know, but it is a little bit different now. I have scaled back. I had a baby a year and a half ago. Um, so I haven't been on the front lines as much. I've kind of passed the baton to some other people to do that for right now. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm spirit led where he, where he calls, <laughs> I go. So you don't like the word obey. I don't like the way it's weaponized against women, especially in the church. Um, I think that, you know, if men are doing what they're supposed to in a marriage and loving their, their wives as they're supposed to, it doesn't actually come up that much. Um, because my husband doesn't need me to submit to him. We're already in alignment and everything. I'm more egalitarian. So I, I, I'm familiar with some of your views. I was researching you earlier and I think we'll probably have a little bit of a different (laughs) idea about that, but, um, but it's for us, it doesn't come up. So it's not really a huge issue. But the word obey is such an amazing word and, and it's from God. Why don't you love that word obey? Because I think it's used as a weapon by men to make women do things that they're not supposed to. I think men abuse, abuse the word to the degree that I don't enjoy using it anymore. But just because other, other people use the word in a bad way, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it has to, you have to be turned off by it because you're doing it in the right way. People are going to misuse everything, no matter what you do. Somebody's sure. going to do it wrong, right? So sure. why not love that word just because somebody else misuse it? Because I haven't seen it used correctly in a very long time. My husband doesn't need to tell me to obey him. I don't, I, I, it, just, it isn't an issue for us. And do you obey him? I don't have to. <laughs> he doesn't tell me to obey him. I'm just saying without him having to tell you to obey him, you, naturally, you naturally obey him? No, we just do things together. We, we make decisions together. We pray together. Um, oh. yeah. What the? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot more feminist than you're comfortable with. I promise you. <laughs> no, I'm quite comfortable. What is a f- yeah. when you say you're a feminist? What does that mean? First wave feminist, um, not liberal feminist. So it's a good question that you asked. I think a lot of times on the right, when we hear the word feminist, we're like, "Whoa, that's cancer." You know, I think the right does to feminism what the left does to white men. Um, and I think, so feminine, I just advocate for the fair treatment of women. And so what I do a lot of times, um, I'm actively involved in fighting domestic violence, abuse of uh, spiritual abuse in the church, um, weaponized, um, you know, so I'm very fiercely committed to defending women against abuse. I, I have a, a huge abuse history myself, uh, sexual abuse, domestic violence I escaped. So people like me are going to be a little bit more sensitive because we have been harmed by men who use those terms. So for me, I need to marry somebody who who understands my background and who is gentle with me about that and who will honor my voice, respect my insight, and know that we need to make decisions as a team and not lord himself over me. I want to come back to that, but first I want to know what your organization and what you guys are doing, hands across the aisles, aisle women's coalition, what is it that you want? What do you expect the end to be in what you're doing? 
So we are, um, the end of this is to stop gender identity-based legislation from advancing. So we have done everything from filing legislative initiatives, testifying in court hearings, um, contributing to amicus briefs at the Supreme Court level so we can stop. So right now they're trying to pass the Equality Act, which will completely erase any meaningful legal definition of the word woman. We have attorneys involved in that in our group who are trying to fight that. Anywhere legislation crops up across the country that has to do with gender identity, we're, the, we're trying to stop it. We're trying to have somebody in, in the works who's there saying, no, let's be reasonable. This is what will happen if you do that. Is there any sign from the government or anywhere that you're going to be able to stop it? No. Isn't that amazing? The government that works for us, we the people, will not stop it. No. Um, we have seen the UK, uh, what's happening in the UK on this, they're making a lot more ground than we are here. And I am hopeful that we can kind of replicate some of that. Um, and it's happening more in the medical field. So um, I think, I don't know if people know this, but because of gender identity now, we are sterilizing children. This is not hyperbole. This is not what's happening is they're putting these kids on puberty blockers as young as age eight. And then they're following them up with cross-sex hormones. And every kid that has that regimen, if it doesn't get stopped pretty quick, they are not going to be able to have babies. Amazing. You... That is, so, we're, <laughs> so we're seeing a lot of people putting their foot down on that issue. And, and I think, them, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the government refusing to do anything about it? They seem to be promoting it and helping the transgender more than they are the normal people. I hate it. I think it's really evil. <laughs> and I think that they're complicit and they're going to have some blood on their hands. And um, it's it's really I mean, Joe, <laughs> Joe Biden has made this his like pet issue and he is advancing it faster than anybody. I wasn't a huge Donald Trump fan, but he put the kibosh on that. And we were making some progress while he was in office. And now you're um, a huge Donald Trump fan. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's <No>. right. <laughs> Whatever dates. Right I like his policy positions. I just don't particularly care for his delivery. Um, <laughs> no, but he, he did some good things uh, for us on this issue. But we've we've got to win back the White House if we have any hope yeah. of stemming the tide on some of this. Why do people? some people say, I like his policy, but I don't like his disposition, the way he presents it? And he presents it like a man. He's from the old school, so he's like a real man. And he presents his policy like a man, not like a girly man. Why don't you why don't you love that? I think he presents his policies like a narcissist. I think there is a difference between a real man. And I like I married myself a good real man. Right. <laughs> but a real man is not that immature. He doesn't lose his mind on Twitter when somebody offends him. He doesn't throw a tantrum the minute his feelings get hurt. I think that Donald Trump needs a lot more restraint and self-control in his emotional expression. I don't think that he's very, you know, I, I, I don't a, have to. So that's that's, that's amazing to me. to me that in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, men uh -huh. spoke their mind. They said what they needed to say. They defended themselves if they needed to without all the emotional stuff. And yeah. now that Donald Trump, the great white hope is doing it that way. People are seeing the soft way as the right way, where the real manly way, 
because that's why things work for him because he has no fear. He doesn't, he's not doing it for an ego reason. But the, but the, our country now rep, uh, see that as being not right, but the software seem to be right. Why is that? I don't like the software. I don't have the software. I'm not a soft person. I like boldness. Right. I also like character. And I see a lack of integrity in the way he presents himself. Really? I want a big, bold person with character. I think DeSantis has a lot more character than Donald Trump does. No, DeSantis is <laughs> soft-spoken, weak, careful. Soft-spoken. <laughs> and his wife, Ruth. Oh, I'm not going to talk about her, but... Um, yeah, we might, we just see it differently. Um, but I, I did vote for Donald Trump twice. So, right even if I don't, so I'll give you that. I, I will make the right choice, even if I don't particularly care for the president. Okay, that's all I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let me ask, um, are you in favor of men, these men playing in women's sports? Are you serious? <laughs> no, I think it's <laughs> absurd. I think it's so misogynistic. And that's the, the thing that just kills me is the left likes to pretend like they're the party that defends women. Number one, you can't even define a woman. So I saw all the, the leftist women made this huge show and they showed up wearing white in, in support of all the women. <laughs> and I'm like, not one single one of you will say that a woman doesn't have a penis. Not one of you. Not one of you will do it. So no, you know, um, but this is so misogynistic. A six foot five man on a woman's basketball team. Are you kidding me? Or you, know, you saw Leah Thomas. It's men and women have different bodies. You don't play sports with your identity. You play sports with your body right. <laughs> and the bodies are different. You're never going to see a woman, no matter how many drugs she takes on the starting line of, of the NFL, it's not going to happen. So no, I think it's completely nuts. I think it's so annoying <laughs> and it needs to stop like yesterday. I have no and patience so, for it. And your reason is that men have different bodies than women. Yeah. And are their bodies stronger? Of course they're stronger. Oh, okay. They're stronger. They have greater musculature. Increased O2 capacity. Um, yeah, everything in every way. They are at a huge advantage. Like, like I said, you're not going to see a woman on the NFL. You're just, it's never going to happen. And are you against women playing in men's sports? Yeah. And, and not to the same degree, but like, if a not? woman can hang, if a woman can hang at that level, she is a rarity. Like, but well, why not to the same degree? Because if it's raw, it's raw. Women shouldn't be allowed to play in men's sport and men should not be allowed to play in women's sport because it's clear that men are stronger, bigger, can move faster. So it should be the same no for everybody across well, the board. It's a matter of fairness. It's a matter of fairness. It, the question is, is it fair? Is it fair to the other women to have a man on the team? Do you think the men are going to care if there's a woman on the team? They're not threatened by a woman on the team. They're not threatened by, but because she's weaker than he is, they have to weaken their strength. And I would agree with and, you on that. Like that she's, and pretend she's able to win, and she's not. So yeah, why would you do yeah. it? Why would you equal across the board with everybody? It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. I, well, yeah, it's, sure, but it's also nuanced. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. But it's mostly wrong because it's unfair. Right. And so I think that it's, it's mostly wrong because men are stronger and bigger and can do it, you know, stronger sure. than a woman. So it's just bad, period. Yeah, it, it's not a good situation. No. So are you 
equally across the board that women should not play in men's sport and men should not play in women's sports? I feel like that's the answer I'm supposed to say, so yes. No, no, no. I, I want to know your heart. I want to know where you're coming from. Well, I'm trying to explain it. Um, I, I don't think, like you said, if men are feeling like they can't play to their full capacity because they're trying to dumb it down, then yeah, that should be that's wrong. If there were some fluke where one woman could hang at their level and they didn't have to dumb it down and it wasn't a matter of unfairness or, or men feeling like they had to be, you know, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter as much to me. But when you have a whole team full of men against women, that is unfair. So it, it's different and lesser to me. But so it's do you, still, feel the, you feel the same way with the women's sport? If women felt like they could beat the man and the man was in their sports and the women felt like, majority of women felt like they can beat the man in women's sport, would you be okay with that? Well, they'd be delusional. I would recommend psychiatric assistance. They're no, my never question is, would you be okay with that? Because you no. said if, if, if a fluke should happen with the women and men, are you okay? But how about the same thing in the women's sport? No. Why not? You're not being fair. Because it's real reality. We have to operate in reality. We have to. But the reality is, women are not equal to men. They cannot defeat men. We agree. I agree with you on that. So they should not be in men's sports. Period. Okay, fine. You agree? Because I don't care that much about that. I do care about women not being able to play sports at all because men are taking over them. But the men care about the women playing in their sport, and and people seem to be pushing that rather than pushing against it. Women seem not to know what they want. Can you give me an example of a woman who is playing in men's sports? Um, they have these karate classes, these kickbox classes, these uh, 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 judo classes and all that, and women are trying to infiltrate that. They now have women, so-called women reporters and things, going into the men's locker room. Yeah, that's not okay. And then they have women, so-called coaches, women coaches in big sports, and it's just dominating men down. It's weakening them. Well, Are you I for would that? disagree about coaches. Coaches is that's just that's just mentality. That's not the same thing as a physical ability. But I agree with you. I don't think men should have to fight women. I don't think that. I think that puts men in a really bad spot. Um, and as long as the the opportunity is available to women in their own league, then that's fine. I. I don't, yeah. But even in, in coaching, women mindset is weaker than the mindset of a man, right? So no. it, even in her mindset, she's going to dump him down because women don't think logically. They don't think in a strong way. They think in oh, a... Oh, yes, we do. They think in an emotional <laughs> way. No. I am a very logical, strong thinker. You think? Yes. Amazing. Um... And so you're okay with women coaching men? If they're qualified and do a good job. Yep. Are you okay with... Because it's a mind thing. And so are you okay with men in dresses coaching women? In dresses? Like, I, I wonder... Queen. Is it the same? Why would they have to be a drag queen to coach? That'd be an inappropriate thing to wear <laughs> for a coaching job. I don't think any coach of athletics should be in a dress, first of all. <laughs> You know, I can't think of a, a sport where a dress would be the appropriate attire. But would you be okay with a drag queen man supporting, I mean, coaching women? If he was a good coach, a person, either you're a good coach or you're not. Is it you possible know? for a drag queen man to be a good coach? 
sir. Amazing. It, but if you think you're a drag queen, how are you going to have a, a good mind? Something wrong with your mind right there. <laughs> I don't like drag, for the record. I think that's also misogynistic. I think it's woman face. I don't like it. It's a caricature of womanhood. It's a parody. It's mocking women and, and exaggerating our features like a cartoon. I hate drag. I take a lot of crap online for saying I hate drag. I just, you know, people are allowed to wear what they want. It doesn't make them bad at other things. Um, so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Why not be fair across the board? No to women in men's sport. No coaches, women coaches or anything. And absolutely no to men and women uh, uh, sport. No, no male coaches, just females. Like they used to do in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men. Why not just make it right? That way this fight would not be going on. Well, I mean, so I played basketball all the way through college. Yeah. Some of my best coaches were men. Right. I can and, believe and that. And I would, some of my best coaches were also women. Yeah, right. I, no, for real. One of my, my college coach was a really great coach. She took us to nationals. I mean, we did a good job. So I don't think that women should be again i think coaching has to do with intellect i think it has to do with your knowledge of the sport i think it has to do with strategy can you see how this plays out i don't think that it should be coaching should not be limited by sex but, uh, but participation the, in a sport should though but the mindset is of women is different than the mind no matter even when a woman thinks she has a strong mind she has a weak mind compared to a man. Now, she may have a strong mind compared to another woman, but she could never have, well, unless you're born of the father, but she could, her, her mind was renewed by God. But she could never have a mindset that a man has, no matter what. I don't agree with that. Why not? I think, well, look at the Bible, okay? I'm going to give you two women in the Bible. One is Deborah. Right. And the other is Holda. She was a prophetess. Mm -hmm. Now, when all the men and the big powerful dudes were up having a, like, couldn't make a decision about some issue in war and they didn't know what to do. And there were a bunch of prophets to go to, a bunch of different people whose wisdom they could consult. They consulted a woman because she had a strong mind and a clear mind and because she heard from God. And it's the same thing with Deborah. Deborah was set up above all the men and the kings and all these other guys. And God made her his mouthpiece. And God said, no, this is, I pick her and she gets to lead. And, and men get to consult her. And she had a strong, clear mind. But those women were led by other men, their husbands or something like that. They weren't like on their own thinking for themselves. They were led by, if I remember correctly, their husbands or some man was That is not what the them. Bible says, my But friend. let me ask, where is Debbie now? <laughs> Deborah? Uh-huh. In heaven? I rest my case. What's your case? <laughs> Whatever Deborah's situation was, there are no women like women like that today. No, you're wrong. How am I wrong? Because it's just not true. That's not how God views women. That's not how God made me. I am I am a woman like that. God is using me in in many ways, and I have a strong, clear mind. And it is wrong to tell women that we aren't strong and that we aren't clear-minded and that we aren't logical. That's not true, and that's not right. Well, the only way that a woman can have a clear mind is that she must 
her, her mind must be renewed by returning to her father and so that she can develop and God will renew her mind from that of her mother, which is of the devil, to that of God, which is of her earthly father. Do you say these things because people give you more likes or do you actually believe that? I'm trying to understand. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Do you actually believe what you're saying right now? Do you, uh, it's abs- not only do I believe it, I know it to be true. I don't, okay, I don't well, believe I think it. you're going to learn some things when you meet Jesus. I think he's going to show you a couple of things. I met wrong. him already. He's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, in heaven. He's I think, my brother. I think God will make some things clear to you. I have yeah. met him in heaven. Okay. And you know where heaven is? Where is heaven? With Jesus. Where is Jesus? With the Father. No, where is heaven? When you say you meet him in heaven, where is heaven? Well, why don't you tell me? No, I'm asking you. You're a Christian. I'm a Christian. He's... Heaven is eternal rest with God. And where is that? physical location? Yes. I don't have a physical location. I don't know. It's in your body. The kingdom of heaven is within. It's above too, but it's within. Remember, it's at hand. It's it's within. Go within and live from there. But let me ask before we get to that. uh, Do you believe in the order of God? I believe that God created order, yes. And what's that order? I don't know what you're, I don't know specifically what you're asking me. What order do you believe in? Order of what? God. Okay, but God has the order for many different things. That's what I'm asking. Which order you believe in? Are you asking me what denomination I No, you said you to? believe in the order of God, right? I believe that God created uh, male and female and that he put humans above the animals. Is that kind of what you're asking me? or? No, I'm just trying. I, I, you said you believe in the order of God. I just want to hear when you say you believe in the order, what is that order you believe in? That's what I'm asking. That he made humankind a little lower than the angels. Um, that we are above creation. We're to take authority and dominion over it. That's what I'm hearing you oh, ask. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, do you believe in the order of God and Christ? Christ over man, man over woman, and woman over children? You're talking about the Gothard umbrella, and I don't subscribe to that. I don't Christ know. What's a Gotha umbrella? I don't know what that is. So in the Garden of Eden, when God created order as it's supposed to be, there was no gender hierarchy. He made man and woman, and there was no subjugation of woman. They were coexisting in harmony, but it wasn't man over woman. It was man and woman together. What happened was sin came, and there was a curse put on, and the curse made men want to lord their power over women and made women unable to overcome that. So what I'm experiencing here in this conversation with you is a result of the curse, not God's original design for humanity. We as, as Christians are supposed to be working toward the restoration of created order. We are supposed to be working in harmony and balancing one another. But I don't believe and I don't subscribe to this woman is under all the time. I think that creates very, very problematic issues. And I think that it leads to a lot of abuse. And I think it leads to ideas like you, where you've got half of God's soldiers sidelined because the men think that we don't have anything to contribute except for making babies. And we have a lot more to contribute. We have a lot of things to say. So you don't like God's order of God and Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, woman over children. You don't like that order. I think it's man and woman over children. But why are you coming up with your own idea? I'm not. 
I but think that's, that's not what, what God Bible points said. us to. That's not what God said. No, I think you're misinterpreting a couple key sections of scripture. I think that you could, N.T. Wright has some things to say about this. Ben Witherington, these are New Testament scholars. But who, those people are so dumb, I don't know why you mentioned them. But let me do ask. Do you even know who they are? No. Okay, they can read the Bible in the original Greek. They're not dumb men, and they subscribe to, they are faithful Christians. We're going to see them in heaven together. They're <laughs> going to be there, and they're not dumb people. It, but let me so ask. call them dumb. Let me ask. Uh, if Adam wasn't over Eve, when Eve listened to the serpent and the serpent became her God, she would no longer listen to the to her husband. And if if Adam wasn't over Eve, why did God say to him after he listened to the woman and she became his God? Why did God say to Adam, because you have listened to the woman, you're going to suffer? And now every time the man listens to the woman, he suffers. That's not you're twisting the Bible. You know what? What does Proverbs call did God? Did God say that to Adam? No, he he said, OK, so Adam got in more trouble because Eve got tricked. So she got tricked into doing it. She Adam listened knew to the devil doing. and he became her God. And, and Adam at first didn't listen to Eve. But when he did, he could no longer listen to his father. He listened to the woman. And that's what God said, because you listen to the woman, you're going to suffer. No, not because, no, because he disobeyed God. So Adam knew what he was doing was wrong, and he did it anyway. Eve got tricked. So it was a oh, little bit Oh, Eve didn't know certain. what she was doing. That's what it said. It said she was deceived. Right, because he made her think she could be God, and she could be better than Adam. She could take her bra off. You could act like a man. So he deceived her. He deceived huh? her, and she deceived Adam. So if Adam wasn't over the woman prior to the fall, why did God say, because you listen to the woman, you're going to suffer? And today, every time the man listens to the woman, the husband listens to the wife, the boyfriend listens to the girlfriend, uh, uh, the son listens to the mama. Every time the, boy, the, the male listens to the woman, he suffers. If it wasn't that he was over the woman, why does the man suffer every time he listens to the woman? So let me give you a biblical example of how that's just not true. Remember somebody in the Bible named Abigail? She no. was married to this really rich guy, and he was he was an idiot. Why are you was, using people that's dead? Because God gave those stories to us so that we could model our own lives after that. But there them. are no women out there living like I'm using the Bible to say what's true about God. That's a silly question. Of course I'm going to use the Bible. That's what the Bible says. You just use the Bible. You use Adam and Eve, and they're dead. But you didn't answer that question as to if the man wasn't over the woman before she listened to the serpent and he became the woman's God, why did God tell Adam, because you listened to the woman, you're going to suffer? And so every time so men listen to women— are using language that's not in the Bible. It does not say that, he, that Eve became Adam's God. That's nowhere in the Bible. You're not that's answering not, the question, though, about— spin. You're not answering the question about when God said— you're going to suffer because you listen to the woman, and He's now when men he listen to her instead of him, and now when men listen to the woman, they suffer. No. If I'm giving Adam you an was, answer, but you're not listening to it. I'm giving you an answer, but you got to listen. Let me hear. Okay? Let me hear. Huh? Let me hear your answer okay. to that question. So the answer to that question is that he chose to listen to her instead of God. Not that he chose to listen to her at all, but that he chose her voice over God's voice. And anytime you choose another person's voice over God's voice, you're going to end up in trouble. It's not that she was a woman. Yes, That's it was. That's not the problem. It's, 
It, the problem is that he listened to somebody other than God. How are you coming up with all that? Because it's true. No. Yes. No. <laughs> you, you added all this spin to the Bible stories that isn't in there. Abigail had this idiot husband who would not listen to her. Nice. And then God kills him and she gets a better husband because he was an idiot and didn't listen to her wisdom. In Proverbs, the book of Proverbs calls calls wisdom her, or listen to wisdom. And it uses the, the feminine uh, pronoun there because wisdom, uh, women have a lot of wisdom. And when men decide that you don't need to hear from us, like, why did you even invite me on your show if you don't think I have anything good to say? No, you, you're saying a lot. I want to know, were women created to lead or to follow? Both. I'm sorry? Both. Explain that. There are situations where women are to follow and there are situations where women are to lead. Like what, for example? So I gave you the example of Deborah already. She led them into, into battle because she had the courage and the strength to do it. That, that's a, an example of where women have been called to step up and lead. And a lot of times women have to lead when men won't. So let me give you another example. At the YMCA, a Christian organization, when they decided to change this policy, it, I went to at least 10 different men above me who are Christians and asked them to help. And not one of them would do it. Yeah. Not one. So guess who had to lead? Me. And I'm a woman. I'm and sorry I did to it, hear that. And it cost me my job. And I've been doing a lot of good things. And so it's a really hard for me as somebody who has been brave and who has been bold and clear-minded and strong to sit here and listen to men tell me that we don't have any business leading. You don't. We do. <laughs> it, it's not in the woman's nature to lead. It's in the woman's nature to follow. And that's why things are getting so bad. And you notice how they're letting these women take over everywhere now, the churches, businesses, schools, and everywhere. And as a result, the homes, as a result of women taking over without the leadership of the man, everything is falling apart. Nothing is getting better. No. Have you noticed that? No, it's not because you're putting it, you're blaming it on the wrong thing. There are two things that are killing the spiritual life of the family. One, abortion. Number two, porn. Both men and women have contributed to the downfall. Abortion is killing women's brains and minds. Porn is killing men's. And, it, and porn kills anybody. And women use porn too, but not to the degree that men do. So both men and women have fallen. Both men and women have sinned. And both men and women are going to need to step up and lead in order to restore things to how they need to be. Um, but we can't just sit here... Like, you know how the left always says, oh, the world is falling apart because of old white men and old white men and old white men. Well, you're doing the same thing to women and women don't need all the blame. We've done some things wrong, you know, but but we don't deserve all the blame. But my point is, if men were to overcome the fallen state and they would leave the women, things would be better. But because the men are weak and they're not overcoming, it makes the women think that they can leave. But it, it's just not true. I want to ask you are not for them teaching this transgender stuff in the schools, right? Why? I think it's it's a lie from the pit of hell. Why would I be for that? Yeah, it's absolute Who, nonsense. Yeah. Uh, if the parents, if the mothers and fathers, or fathers and mothers love their children, and they would not send their children to those schools, would the school affect their children? It's not just the schools; it's happening in schools. 
Um, but I think a big problem that people don't realize, because I'll tell you what, I know a lot of homeschool kids who've gotten sucked into this gender stuff. Right. It's the Internet. You keep your kids off the Internet. No 12-year-old needs a smartphone. You can't send your kid into their room with a phone for hours on end and expect bad things not to happen. So it's not just the schools. It's also it's also what your kids are being exposed to. And, you know, my kids are in public school. I can't afford to send them to Christian school, but we talk a lot. And they're in my ear all the time. Mom, they're doing this at school. And then I call the principal and we have a talk. And my kids are getting equipped to fight it. Um, and God's covering them in the in the meantime. But if the but, mo- if the mothers love their children and wasn't on an ego trip trying to go to work and act like a man, but stay home and raise the man's children, educate the children, and not put them in the out there in the schools or in these places where they're teaching this stuff. If the mothers love their children, wouldn't they stay home and watch over no. the man's children for him? I hate that. It's so it's so condescending. No, it's not that easy. I live in a double wide. My house is falling apart. My husband works 50, 60 hours a week to provide for us. And it's still not enough. I have to work. I can't. I can't just stay home. We need if I want my children to eat, they have to. I have to work. Well, so why not we let your husband? Why not huh? let your husband do that? And he you watch over. Still not why not cut back for the cut children? Back on what? On whatever you need to cut back and make the sacrifice for you for on. the children. We live by off the hog. I'm sorry. We don't have anything to cut back on. We spend nothing. I don't get my hair done. So your husband working all those done. hours and not making enough money? Yeah. Tell me, get it's another job then. That's half of the world today. Well, tell me, like, we're no. 80 hours. And you're right about that. High taxes and economy is bad. I do agree with that. But I want to know if mothers love the man's children and they would come back to order and watch over his children because the responsibility of the children belongs to the father and the mother, no one else. They're not our children. Your children are your children. My children are my children. They're not our children. And God said that to the father and the mother, raise your children up in the right way to go. When they go out into the world, they're not tempted. They're not easily tempted by the devil. But I noticed that the mothers are so selfish. They're unwilling because they want to be equal to men. They're unwilling to stay home. They're unwilling to stay home and watch over the man's children. That's not true. Well, why are they doing it? You are not fair to women. Why, are why they don't doing you stay home then? I'm sorry. You, you, you don't call men selfish for for it's it's so unfair. Now let's say my husband goes to work for 80 hours a week. Right. That's a, just making me a single mom again. We would never see him. Their kid, my kids would never have any time with their dad. He couldn't teach them anything. He'd be so tired. He'd be burned out. But you That's don't know that. You assume it. Are healthy children. My kids know the Lord. My kids know how to fight evil. My kids know how to stand back or stand up for what's true. And, and they make a difference. And there are lights where they are. My kids are fine. But don't you they see? They would not be okay if they never saw their dad. But do you see the hypocrisy and the, uh, no. the ego hypocrisy in these women? They out there, no. like they fighting for gender rights and all that crap while they're still using the schools as a daycare center so that they can go out and work and pretend to be equal to men. It's all ego. It's not all ego. Some, like you're, you're putting that on people who are trying really hard to survive, and that's not fair. Why is that? But they don't believe because that God will help them if they 
did the right thing rather than go out and try to be equal to a man. They don't trust that God would take care of them. Your premise is so flawed. You just assume that the reason that women are working because is our egos. When half the time that we women are working, it's because we have to put food in our baby's mouths. So I don't put that on women. I understand do those that. women that are not married, they have to go work. But married women are selfish. It's all about the ego because if no. they were, if they believed in God and they had a husband, they would know that God would take care of them through the husband. But they're on ego trips, so they sacrifice the children. What about my husband? What about him? What are you going to do for my family? What do you mean? Well, apparently I have an ego trip because I have a job. I didn't so say you, you had an ego trip. Well, my husband's work, but I'm working. So and my kids are in public school. You don't trust that God would take care I, of you and your family through your husband? We do trust. We tithe. We, but I have got, I got holes in my kitchen floor right now. And that's with two people working. So, so you had those holes before your husband married you? Yeah, because so, we are we are not wealthy people. So why do you marry a man that can't take care of you? Don't insult my husband or we're going to be done talking. No, that was a question. He can take care of me. But then you we said, take care of each other. You said you had a hole in your floor before you married him. You got a hole in your floor now. It doesn't sound like he's doing a very good job. Okay, we're done. No, I got to put you on the no, hot seat. No, you don't get to insult your guests. You've insulted me in every way. How's that? You've told me because you've told me that women are stupid. Like we're not, we're weak. We're not ever supposed to leave. In comparison, we're selfish if we're working. It's our fault if our if if our you know you've insulted my husband, who is one of the most godly men I've ever met. No, like, I didn't insult. There's I'm only saying, so much insulting that I'm, I'm willing to do. You need to be respectful of your guests and our time. No, I'm asking you. I've done you, a lot of good things for the world. I'm asking you, why did you marry a man that could not take care of you? He is a good man, and he is taking care of us. But and it, I would rather have a hole in my floor than a man who treats me the way that you treat women. Well, how do I? I'm just asking biblical questions. No, that's not a biblical question. But that's not. But like, it, you've actually like it's. You've been very rude. How have I been wrong? I've just been asking questions. You and I are uh, communicating. Okay, but you, but you're insulting my husband, who is a good man, who does not deserve. He works his butt off to to take care of us, and life is hard, and ex things are expensive. I have a child who has uh, who needs four different medications every month just to keep him alive. So we have expenses that you don't know about, and guess what? My husband's paying for those, and, and that's not say, even. When you say my, he's a good man, what make him good? He loves the Lord. He treats us well. He works hard. Every dime he makes goes to taking care of us. Amazing. And he works. So he has good character. He has good moral fiber. I mean, if I have to explain to you why that's a good man and he loves the Lord and he's leading and he's, he's working as hard as he can to provide for us. If I have to explain to you why that's a good man, I don't know what to do, but I am not going to sit here and listen to you insult him. I'm not going to do that. I have too much respect for my husband to do that. But I don't know how that is. And I, I'm black and slow, so I could be wrong. You're not I, slow. And it, being black has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why would a woman marry a man who can't take care of her, especially because with children. I, I understand if she didn't have, if they didn't have any children together. So you're... Is he the father of your children? He's the father of one of my children. And so I can understand if the woman didn't have children, she, she can go to work, right? 
But why would a woman marry a man and they have children together and still would go to work? What's the purpose? Because, because the whole purpose, the whole purpose of getting married is to have babies. If you didn't want to have babies, there's no reason to get married. I'm 40 years old. I there's no reason to get married if you don't want babies. Right. What about love? What about like I wanted a father for my kids. I was a single mom. Well, what about that? How about the father that they already have that made the babies? Like the abusive one who broke a door over my head and called me a C-word every time I didn't do something he wanted? No. No, thank you. Oh, I wanted to ask you that. I'm just glad you brought that up. <laughs> Why are women so abusive today? I noticed that women... I, so I, just, tell I, you that I, I, I just told you that I got a door broken over my head, and you asked me why women are so abusive. What were you doing that made him do that? I'm done. I'm done. I got to I got to end this. No, no, no. I want to know what were you doing that brought that kind of anger out of him? Cuz he didn't no. just he didn't just walk in the house, you know, oh, honey, I'm going to break the door off and break your head. What were you doing that brought that out of him? What what were you doing wrong? You need Jesus, friend. What do you mean? I got I got to end this. I wish you well. I pray you well, but I got to be done. Well, let uh, me is- let's do the hot seat before you go. The, the hot seat. Yeah. You just, you just told me that it's my fault that a man broke a door over my head. No, that was a question. I didn't do anything. So to you just sit around being nice. You weren't being difficult on anything. So if I just shut my mouth and look pretty, then he can, then everything will be fine. And if I just look like a pretty little doll that doesn't have any ideas, it doesn't mind that he's off cheating. If I just stay sweet. Then, then I won't get hit and my marriage will be fine, right? Is that what you're telling me? So what were you doing that caused him to do that, that brought that kind of anger out of him? Uh, I told him that it wasn't okay that he was cheating on me. So you were harassing him? Okay, we're done. I'm done. No, no, no. I'm asking, were you harassing no. him? Or did you okay, say No, it? we're done. Bye. Don't go. I, I, can't, I can't put up with this. This is the most misogynistic interview i've ever had and i understand that people like this it's like comedy gold it's like watching the jerry springer show i didn't sign up for this i thought but that i'm I was asking have... you christian question i'm not no, you're not no you're not no you're being I... a fool like this is you're being a misogynist and you're being a fool and i really wish you well i do but like i don't want to be make like making you rich off of making women uncomfortable and treating them poorly. You're treating me poorly. But if you women, never ask an abuse survivor what she did to deserve it. That is victim blaming, and that's wrong. But they do, My husband had an infidelity problem because he had a porn addiction. That's his problem, and I am allowed to say no. And shame so on you were any doing, man who are you, asks the questions that you are asking me right now. Are you, it is wrong, and are, I... Nobody's Are you ever saying you were all innocent? This and is this... a cluster F. This is the worst interview I've ever had. Are you saying <laughs> that you were all innocent and this guy just decided to beat you? You told Habo to beat me. So you were just innocent and he just beat you. You you were doing nothing I wrong. I must have deserved it. I must have mouthed off. You were doing nothing wrong. No, I, I guess I just deserved to be cheated on. You were You're doing right. nothing wrong. I was doing nothing. Yep, I was, I was just doing everything wrong. I just wasn't cooking him dinner well enough or something, or I, I didn't wear a dress enough, or I didn't do my makeup right, or or something, something that set him off. So you're literally trying to tell me you were just an innocent woman tiptoeing through the tulips, and this man beat you. I told you what happened. I confronted him for his infidelity. Amazing. Did you do it with, do you have anger? Do you have anger? 
No. How about do you? you? Think that, do you think it's okay to be angry about injustice? There's never, ever, 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 but never, ever, 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 never reason to be angry. Anyone that's that has true. anger is of their father, the devil. That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not of God. You need to go back to seminary or something. The Bible you understand is not the one that God is wanting you to. God you said be, that anyone that has anger is a murderer. That's and, not true. And never, tr- he said to never trust an angry person. No, it says anybody who has hatred in his heart is a murderer. Hatred is it anger. Says, in your anger, do not sin. Hatred because is he knows anger. That you will be angry. He didn't call anger the sin. He said, in your anger, do he not sin. He said, anyone who has anger is a murderer. Nope. So let me do this. I got to heat this up. I want to put you on the hot seat, and I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Okay? Okay, but if, if honestly, if it goes too much more into the insult territory where you're like, See, I told you women. I'm not going to answer them. I told you women are emotional and easily upset no, and insulted. No, because I just a man, don't have a lot of patience. A I man a would never be upset about questioning it. He would just deal with it. But women get, because they live in their imagination and they are mm-hmm. emotional, which is of the mm-hmm. devil, they are easily provoked. I hope you don't have a wife. Isn't that true, though? Do you have a wife? Isn't that true? Do you have a wife? No, I've been engaged twice but never married. Oh, well, they <laughs> sounds like they dodged I, the bullet. No, they couldn't handle it. Mm. You know how women are, co- are so controlling? Mm-hmm. I would not allow them to control me. Women love to control. No, oh, do they? And I wouldn't allow a woman to control me. But let me mm-hmm. put you on the hot seat. All right? All right. The hot seat. What is love? What is love? So I'm just supposed to like rapid fire answer? Right. Yes. God. Is America the best country on this side of heaven? Yes. Do you? Oh, you already answered this. Um, Oh, no, you didn't answer. Do you have white privilege? No. Is climate change real? No. Was affirmative action a mistake? Depends. Is it wrong for a black man to love the Confederate flag? Not wrong, but weird. <laughs> Doesn't chicken have lips? No. <laughs> Was Jesus white or black? Brown. Which is worse, abortion or slavery? Abortion. True or false, sending your kids to public school is child abuse. False. Should we uh, should we give blacks repar- uh, reparations? No. no. Have you ever experienced toxic masculinity? Yes. <laughs> when? Today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still like you, but I just think you're crazy. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Thank you so much for taking the hot seat. Tell the folks how to get to your website and whatever information you want to put out. I don't know if I want the people who listen to this following me. Um, I have a sub stack. It's honest to goodness. My name is Kaylee Triller. Um, you can find hands across the aisle on Facebook. I don't maintain the website right now, but if you need anything from us, uh, you can still message us there. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I to- oh, did you have fun? At parts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Thank you so much for coming on. I recommend, do what you want, of course, because I can see there's a nice side to you, too. 
I re- yeah, there is. <laughs> I recommend that you forgive your mother and return to your father. Then you will know God. But as long as you resent your mother for turning I you don't away from my mother, for turning you I away. I love my mother and I know Jesus and we're good to go. You love the control <laughs> she has over you? She doesn't have any control over me. Are you able to tell her how the cow ate the cabbage? What? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Did you forgive her for being so controlling while you were growing up? Did you forgive? She was not controlling when, while I was growing up. Did you forgive her? Um, for what? Anything. If she needs forgiveness, I'll give it to her. Have it's you forgiven mom. her? For what? Anything. Have you forgiven your father? Yes, and my mother. I forgave my mother for trying to turn me away from my father because women are jealous of fathers and children. And so all women turn their children away from their fathers because they're jealous. Because women are very controlling. They want to control the children. They want to control the man. They want to control the dog, the cat, because they're very insecure. And so I had to forgive my mother and God forgave me and my life changed. You know how like people are crazy and they believe things like that men can be women some of the things that you believe are just about as crazy to me. Like what, for example? One quick <laughs> like example. You just we got... said that all women are jealous and turn their children against their fathers. They it's do. Silly. It's not true. It's, it's only because true. if they didn't have the nature of the devil, they wouldn't do it. But Satan is the woman's God, and the God above is the man God. So the woman needs to be born again of God and the men. Oh, boy. Yeah, that that's one of the crazy things. Satan right. is, Satan's the man's God, too. Or the man's, yeah, no, this is weird. Amazing. Okay. But anyway, yeah. thank you for coming on. Thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget that the Fallen State is now on Locals.com. So click the link in the video description to support our work and become a member of the Fallen State to support us as well by going to our YouTube channel. Thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Like, follow, check the merch out, ring the bell, all those good things. Thank you again for coming on. It was absolutely fun. Okay, I'm glad you had a good time. Thanks for having me. All right, and happy White History Month. White History Month. July is White History Month. All the months are White History Month. No, July (laughs) set aside because we've been doing it now for 60 years. Because I didn't want the white history. You know how white men founded and created the greatest country in the sure. world? And with the help of oh, God. July 4th. Okay. Yeah, I no, got not it. just July 4th, right. but, in a, you know, the whole country. Appreciate the country, okay. the Constitution, and everything. Okay. Do you love white people? I love all people. Do you love white people? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Oh, Take care I love now. black people, too. Okay. <laughs> all right. Take All care. Right. Bye now. Uh-huh. Thanks. Bye. Bye.